Hello everyone, I'm George, and thank you for coming to this episode of Dad's Beards Nerds Reviews, the extra content you never knew you needed, but always knew you wanted. Now, let's get into the review. Today we will be reviewing Octopath Traveler on Nintendo Switch, and boy was this review a long time in the making. Octopath Traveler is published by Square Enix, and was released worldwide on July 13th, 2018. It's a fantastic take on an old-school JRPG style, especially those old-school games with job systems um, like Final Fantasy Tactics, stuff like that. Visually speaking, the game blends 3D and 2D graphics and sprites to create a stunning landscape that looks fantastic on the Switch in both handheld mode and docked. The stories are told the stories told are those of the eight potential travelers that you can choose to start the game with and recruit along your journey. And for the most part, you can tackle them in any order you would like. Though the stories could sometimes seem a little too straightforward to me, I nevertheless found myself vested in all of them in one way, shape, or another. The battle mechanics of the game are very traditional, with a clear indicator at the top of the screen of turn order, which allows players to plan move combos with each party member. Each turn that passes will generate you a battle point on each party member that can be used to boost your attacks and skills for greater success. Enemies all have unique elemental and weapon weaknesses as well. After a certain number of hits with a weapon or element that the enemy is weak against, you will break them and they will be rem remain stunned for a few turns, allowing you to recover or deal out massive damage while they're in the break stage. It pays to have a balanced party in this game for achieving breaks, and that's where the job system comes into play. Each traveler has a default job out of the gate, but as the game progresses, you will discover job shrines scattered throughout the land. These shrines unlock the job for all party members as a secondary job. I immediately sought out the rest of these shrines after discovering my first to take my party to the next level, with combinations like my dancer and scholar combo, with a stupid amount of elemental damage and defense. Man, she's awesome. Like, over 500 elemental damage per shot. It's amazing. Um, there are secret job shrines too, and these are guarded by really tough boss fights, but I don't want to get too deep into those here in the review. It should be noted that you will be st stuck with your starting party member in the party until you complete their story. After that point, you are free to swap them out for any other traveler you'd like. You earn job points by winning fights in the game, and you can use those to unlock skills within any given job. I never felt like grinding was absolutely necessary in this game to advance the storyline, but I did find myself for a few short burst sessions of grinding after changing jobs just to get some extra job points to get a skill. The amount of equipment in this game is staggering. I'm constantly finding something to use with someone in my party and swapping out equipment and saving it for later, for later party members. This also allows players to create both balanced party members in terms of stats as well as specialists, so to speak, that have super high stats like my dancer-scholar combo I mentioned earlier, or you could even go with somebody that has high critical hit or magic. The amount of freedom the game gives you in completing the stories is great. I accidentally found myself pitted against a higher leveled boss at one point. It was a freaking dragon, guys. Scared the crap out of me. Um, the fight was crazy long, but we were able to pull off the win, and it was a fantastic feeling when I did it. I clocked my first story completion at 55 hours with Hanit, the Huntress. I know there is a final dungeon to finish with all the stories completed, so I'm working my way towards that goal now. This game has a ton of content to explore and experiment with, guys. 
I can't stress it enough. But I feel like they earned that price tag of $60 with this game, considering it's pretty expensive. Um, with the content provided, coupled with the amazing visuals, this game delivers. Final verdict. Buy this game if you're looking for a fantastic JRPG on the Switch. And I'd say if you own a Switch, you should definitely have this in your collection no matter what. It's exclusive for the Switch right now, but there are rumors that have been churning that it may be coming to Steam sometime next year. So all hope isn't necessarily lost for PC players out there, but you never know. Sales have been extremely strong for this title, so here's hoping Square Enix and Nintendo will get us a sequel someday. And that's it, everybody. Thank you for listening to this review. Give us a rating on any podcast service that you listen to us on. It helps us out a lot. Until next time, everyone, take care.